This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacy Risley. Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode 46 of North Atlanta's Good Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have Good Neighbor Alan Mothner with the Spruill Center for the Arts. Hi, Alan. How are you today? Hey, Stacey. Great. How are you doing? Doing great. So excited to have you on the show. Um, and, and we will just, you're welcome. We we will just jump right in with, and, and have you go ahead and tell our listeners about your business. Tell us about the Spruill Center for the Arts. Yeah, absolutely. So Spruill Center for the Arts, we're a nonprofit based here in Dunwoody. We have been around since 1977. So we are not the new kid on the block. We're one of the forming uh, foundations of the community. Um, and we're in a nonprofit. Um, our mission is to foster creativity and social connections through the arts. So by doing that, we do lots of different things. We have the Sproul Gallery on Astrodomity Road, um, which hosts about six typically exhibitions each year. Those can be solo shows, group shows. Um, we do our annual holiday tradition, the holiday artist market there, which is coming up again this year. It's the 30th year of that, which is crazy. Um, and then here at our education center, we offer classes in the visual arts. So probably any visual medium you can think of painting, drawing, ceramics, glass, jewelry, photography, we offer classes in that. So we're, we're kind of like the, the hometown hub for arts and culture here in the community. That is wonderful. So I, I think most of our listeners know by now I am a Dunwoody resident and um, I didn't quite realize you had all those offerings. So I can't wait to hear more of this. this yeah, people, episode. Are, people are usually astounded by that. And usually um, they don't realize the breadth of what we offer. But, and we can get into details. But, you know, we are offering right now. Uh, we're starting our, our fall semester. And believe it or not, we have more than 250 different classes that we're offering seven days a week, oh, morning, noon, and night. Yeah, oh it's a busy goodness. place. <laughs> that is impressive. 250 classes. Wow. Yes. That's more than. That is <laughs> well, so, yeah. So tell our listeners about your journey. Yeah. Tell well, I'll, I'll talk here. about how I got here and then I'll backtrack through uh, Spruill. So I came on board in March of 2020. So I have a uh, world's worst timing probably for starting a, a new job as a CEO. Um, I was in the uh, chair transitioning from uh, Bob Kinsey, who was the former CEO for 16 years. We had about two weeks in the office together and then we closed down uh, with the rest of the world for the pandemic. So we had um, a you know, slow climb out of that in the over the course of that year. But prior to joining Spruill, um, I was on the board of directors uh, immediately prior to that, I ran a nonprofit consulting firm uh, that helped nonprofits with their strategic planning and fundraising. And uh, most people in Dunwoody um, got to know me through my role at the Dunwoody Nature Center, uh, where I served as the executive director for eight years. So that was kind of my um, foray into Dunwoody. My family and I moved here in 2003. Um, and we back up to the Nature Center. I worked as a, a photographer, professional photographer for 15 years. So kind of that culmination of Dunwoody nonprofits and the arts all came to um, a head with this uh, position opening um, here at Spruill. And that's how I arrived. 
Um, Sproul itself has an, an interesting story. Um, we began as the North Art Center, um, actually in the basement. So there's a lot of Dunwoody ties here coming up, so buckle in. Um, we started <laughs> in the basement of uh, Dunwoody Methodist Church um, in many of the same ways that lots of nonprofits and, and arts organizations starts. We did crafts and we did kids programs and we did all those kind of things. When we outgrew that space, we moved into um, Dunwoody Park. And so Dunwoody Park in the 80s um, was actually a park before it became the Nature Center. But we were located there. Um, and when we outgrew that space, we moved over our education center here to the corner of Shambly Dunwoody, um, just past Mount Vernon, uh, next to the library and, um, and began taking over that space. It's the old Dunwoody School. So some of your longtime listeners uh, who've been in the community for a while may recognize the Dunwoody School. We get people in here all the time. They're like, oh, this was my elementary school. Uh, <laughs> and that stopped and the library took over the space. The North Arts Center moved here. And in exchange for donating land to DeKalb County at the time, it was renamed the Spruill Center for the Arts. Very, that's a very rich history. You're right. <laughs> um, uh, well, so what about myths or misconceptions? Are there any <laughs> myths or misconceptions that you would like to clear up? I know that before we even started recording, um, I I gave you one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, a, a misconception. So, so I'll, clear I'll, up some things with our audience for us, please. <laughs> I would be more than happy to. So, so there's a couple in particular. The first question that I always get from people is, how do you offer 250 classes in that little building? And so they're thinking of the Spruill Gallery um, or people will come by for a meeting with me and they'll be patiently waiting at the gallery and that's not where my office is. <laughs> we have, in terms of misperceptions, we have two distinct spaces. So we have the gallery on Astro Dunwoody Road right um, next to the Fogo de Chao and in that development by the Walmart and the J. Christopher. Um, and so that gallery space is the old Spruill house. It was moved there um, actually 30 years ago, uh, right around um, this time, the Spruill house um, was moved to that space on Astrodomity Road, and that became the Spruill Gallery. That's one space. Our education center over here on Shambly Dunwoody Road, next to the library, um, and in the same building that houses the Stage Door Theater, that's where all of our classes take place. So we have 10 studios here, and some of those are general studios for painting and drawing, and then other of them are medium specific for uh, like jewelry. We have two studios for glass. We have a studio for ceramics. We have two studios, and that has all the state-of-the-art equipment and dedicated tools. Um, we have 30 kilns on the premises for firing our ceramics work. We have another five kilns that we use for glass fusing. So the two spaces kind of confuse people. Um, and so that's definitely one of the misperceptions I would like to, to clear up. Um, another one is that, that we're sort of an independent nonprofit. We don't, um, you know, we, we actually pay rent to the city of Dunwoody to utilize this building. And we have a beautiful partnership with them. Um, we're in the middle of a major expansion here at our education center. That's one of those public privately funded um, expansions. But we operate out of this building, um, you know, as part of one of those organizations that helps improve the community. Um, and we do that in partnership with the city of Dunwoody, whereas 
the gallery space is is our property that we own um, and use it for uh, showcasing different artists from the state uh, and the region, really. Uh, see, I I had no idea. So, <laughs> and I, I know that that is going to um, a, a lot of people. That's going to clear up a lot of things for. Yeah. So, if anyone's people. listening and we do set up a meeting, it's here at the education center. At the education <laughs> yeah. center next to the library. Not exactly. And actually, we want to. <laughs> we want to flip that script a little bit. So we'd like to become a little bit more uh, better better known in the area so that when people refer and they're trying to figure out where the library is, they can say it's next to the Spruill Center. That's kind of the intention of the expansion and some of the um, street appeal projects we're doing here with public art as well. That's really nice. That's a that's a good uh, <laughs> that would be a, a really great thing if you're saying it's next. The library is next to the squirrels. Yeah, because everybody knows where the library is, right? Exactly. That's right. <laughs> we'll make you the the the, the cornerstone instead. <laughs> be wonderful. Well, let's shift gears here for a minute, Alan, if you, if you don't mind. And and how about you share with our listeners what are you doing for fun when you're not working? <laughs> that. That's become harder and harder. So my wife and I are empty nesters and we thought we'd have all this like amazing amounts of free time. I have uh, my son graduated college and he lives out west and my daughter's a senior in college this year. So we thought we would have a ton of time. And in all honesty, I'm embarrassed to say we we don't have as much as we would like. We do um, own a cabin in North Georgia mountains. So we love to get up there when we can. It's about an hour and a half door to door. So we can leave work on a Friday, spend Friday night, have all day Saturday and Sunday there. And then we do all the typical mountain things. We um, hike Blood Mountain or there's some nice wineries up there. But usually you, we just you, hang out. In are you in Blairsville? Yeah, we are in Blairsville. Okay, I'm a regular. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's so funny. Like I, yeah. yeah. So uh, do you know where Helton Creek Falls is? Um, yes, I sure do. Like, so we're, it, we're in that as your way to the Helen Creek Fall, we're the little red cabin on the right. Well, gosh, oh I shouldn't say goodness. that out loud. <laughs> For all you that's guys that are right. listening, that's not an open invitation. That, that was just not. a reference point. No one else knows where they are. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like what we do for fun uh, when we have yeah. time. We're both huge Braves fans. So we're looking forward to the upcoming playoffs coming up. Um, and other than that, we really like on Friday night, actually. Nice. <laughs> I yeah, I tried to get tickets the other day for the playoffs, but I got skunked on that. Oh. Um, and then the last thing that we like to do is, is Dunwoody's become this great sort of epicenter of things to do that are so local and so close. So one of our favorite things to do is on the weekends or just a random night where we're both working late or have some time is all right, where do you want to go tonight? Let's let's try Astro Lane and we'll figure out where to go or let's go into the village or um, some of the different areas where we can go and explore a little bit. So we love eating at the local restaurants and go into the bars around town and kind of just staying home now that we're able to do that has just been fabulous. Yeah, staying home and, and supporting local, like you said, it's it become kind of an epicenter for things to do right right here in, in Dunwoody, you know? love this community and love all it has to offer. They've, they've done a really great job with uh, the developing of these little neighborhood nodes and where you can go. There's there's something for everyone, you know, whether you want, mm -hmm. we've even got a couple of dive bars, which who would have thought of in Dunwoody, right? So right. there's there's definitely a place um, to fit your mood for whatever it is for that particular evening or weekend or, or whatever the case may be. 
Absolutely. And now people can add the Spruill Center for the Arts onto that list of things. <laughs> either, either of our two locations, right? Now that they right. know the their location, depending on what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You've got it all. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we're going to shift gears again, Alan. And, and if you will, will you share a, a, a hardship or a challenge that you have faced in life that now for, for being, you know, having gone through that and coming out the other side of it, that you can say you're better for that or stronger for that today? Yeah. Um, so, so I mentioned COVID obviously was a hardship on a lot of us. Um, we kind of view that here as one of those silver linings. It helped us refocus our organization and take the opportunity during a down period to, to refocus on what it is that we wanted to do and how we can better um, support and impact the community through our mission. That that was one. Um, I'd say if I'm undergoing any current hardship, uh, I mentioned our expansion project and construction. If, if anyone that's listening has ever done a house project, yeah. think of a house project, but you have 1,800 of your friends over to help you through it. And by helping you through it, I mean point out really helpful things like parking's bad or it's really noisy or... Uh, I mean, we've had everything. We've had a gas line that we hit. We've lost power. Uh, we had a flood a couple of weeks ago when we had one oh. of those big storms. Yeah, we've really hit the jackpot of things. And <laughs> God bless our students because they have been so patient with us in trying to get through some of these trials and tribulations with construction. But on the other side, in two months, we're going to be opening this new 8300 square foot facility with seven new studios in a community room and a redevelopment wow. focus. So it's going to be fabulous, but it is certainly a hardship on a lot of us right now getting through it. Um, and we're doing our best to keep a smile on our face and, yeah. uh, and make the best of it right now. So that's, that's our current tribulation is, I guess I should have mentioned the bars in Dunwoody before, because now those kind of go hand in hand. With, there with you go, right? Things. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the credit card bill's hurting a little bit this month. <laughs> I, hey, I can I I can relate. <laughs> so you said that your the expansion it, it's going to be you're going to have eighty three hundred square foot facility. Yes, yes. So what do you have? Eighty three hundred square foot addition. Oh so my we god. Currently, we currently have more than ten thousand square feet with our existing studios. Um, the eighty three hundred wow. square feet is the seven new studios and the community space. We did a a topping out ceremony just a week ago so that uh, some folks from the public had a chance to walk through and see what the space is going to look like. And it was it was great. The the excitement was definitely palpable for the the people that were there. And um, you can really get a picture of how that's going to function within the existing footprint. That is wonderful. And I'm that's I love that you are are expanding, even though that is a tribulation, it's, it's a challenge right now. But eventually, you know, when when do you have a, a projected finish date of, of the expansion project? Yeah, with, without holding our, our construction company's feet to the fire, I'm being told November 17th, and I've been told I can publicly share that date. So that is oh, six weeks away. Yeah, I don't know if we'll, we'll officially hit it. There's always weather and there's always delays right. and all three things. But we're roughed in, so we have a lot of the interior work. Like today, we were doing electrical and painting and putting windows in and those type of things. So I'm hoping we hit that date. We're not planning on offering classes in the new space until January of next year, um, but it'll allow us to expand so many of our offerings. Like, for example, 
ceramics right now fills up the day that we open for registration. And so if you're not a member and don't have that early access, it's really hard to get in from the community to a ceramics class. So we'll be able to like double the number of ceramics classes that we offer with that new space and make it more available to, to those in the community that aren't as quite as tied in with our schedule. Okay. And so now I have a question that's that I'm assuming that since you have more than 250 classes that you offer, like I, who have never taken a ceramics course, I have, I am very non-artistic and, and <laughs> I can't, I have a creative mind, but I'm not, you know, I, I, I that's don't. what everyone know. says until they try, Stacey, you I never know. know. That's, well, that's what I was going to say. So like for people like me who, who are, you know, I'm not really an aspiring artist, but I really think I would enjoy ceramics. Like, I think that's yeah. something I would really like. And I, but I have zero experience, like so aside from when I was in elementary school and I would make like the little rolled snake. Back in the day when you could make your parents an ashtray, you did that. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I, I my, my, my daughter is now, I'm an empty nester too. Now my uh, youngest is 21 and I still on my bathroom counter have her little, uh, you know, they, the little rolled snake yes. bowl yeah. and it, yeah. it has all the little trinkets in it. <laughs> but, <laughs> so if, if that is the extent of my ability, you have something to offer me still. Yeah. So we do offer that now. We, we offer everything from beginner classes to um, professional artist classes. So what the new space will allow us to do to offer more beginner classes and offer more one-off workshops. So our classes right now, they run eight or 10 weeks but we also have an introduction or a try watercolor or um, one day jewelry workshop where you learn how to make a ring. And so these workshops allow us to do um, classes for people that may or may not be interested and don't want to make the investment for eight or 10 weeks. But just like you were saying, maybe want to try it and see if they're interested in pursuing it further. The new space allows us to offer more of those workshops. So you can come in without making a huge investment of time or money into that creative pursuit and then decide if it's something you want to pursue further. And then oh, for our that. professional artists, we have those that same, we have lots of artists that not only sell their thing like on Etsy, but our, our gallery represented artists that come here to share and interact with their peers and learn new techniques from our instructors, or just to really have that, you know, as I mentioned before, our mission is to foster creativity, but the social connections part of it, is equally as important. And so we are able to support the professional artists within the community or really from around the region um, that come here to get kind of the latest and greatest and stay in touch with their peers. That is wonderful. I, I, I am so happy that I had the opportunity to have you on uh, just for my own personal, for my own personal reasons, but also for the community, because I'm, I, can only imagine that that there are lots of people like me that that did not understand the the array of of offerings that you guys provide. So uh, I'm excited, and you can be sure I'm going to be checking it out. Uh, <laughs> well, let me know if you're here at the gallery now that we cleared that, and I'll meet you at one. I know, right? <laughs> I'm at the right <laughs> I'm at the right meeting spot. Right. <laughs> I will definitely uh, be be in the right place. <laughs> Well, so if there's anything else about that, that you would like to share with our listeners um, today. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, so as we as we talked about, I'd love to um, see that everyone from the community come and like try out the arts. You, you mentioned that you don't think that you're creative, but we've had so many people that I've heard that from. I can't even tell you that are now, you know, doing these different um, creative pursuits that are a result of them taking a class here. 
So that would be number one. Number two would be, you know, we have this amazing gallery space that we feel is, is often overlooked. It's this quirky little house uh, that's more than 100 years old that sits right in the middle of this transitioning commercial to residential area on Ashford Domini Rose. We um, just recently hired uh, a new gallery director and she has an amazing vision for what this gallery is going to become. We have an incredible exhibition up right now called Facing Y'all which we did in partnership with the Do Good Fund out of Columbus, Georgia. And um, we had access to their collection of photography, of Southern photography. And it's just oh, a, cool. a wonderful exhibition. And we have a um, panel discussion coming up on October 3rd, that's Tuesday evening at seven, with three of the artists that are in the um, exhibit and part of the collection. And the gallery is always free and open to the public. So there's never any charge to get in. Um, it's something that we um, really value in terms of fostering discussion. Um, and this, in particular, this exhibition does a great job of bringing varying viewpoints together um, mm -hmm. in a curatorial manner so you can see the different pictures and how those all kind of relate um, to the community and to the, to the broader world that we live in. Wow, that's super cool. Um, who did you say that, that you partner with for that? Uh, it's the Do Good Fund. And we actually, um, if, if we're shouting out partners, we're actually part of three partnerships with this. Um, yes, October is Atlanta. So, yeah, well, October is Atlanta Celebrates Photography Month um, okay. throughout, the, throughout the city. And so if you're a photography aficionado, there is so many incredible exhibits. As a former photographer, it's my favorite month of the year. Um, most galleries, museums, uh, even the High Museum has different shows that they put on for Atlanta Celebrates Photography Month. Um, and also, this is the second year of Atlanta Art Week, uh, which begins Sunday, I believe. Um, and that lasts all week long. There's varying partners throughout the metro area, and each one is doing a specific um, exhibition or panel discussion or talk or event as part of Atlanta Art Week. So those are both two um, other incredible arts organizations, um, and we're we're thrilled to partner with both of them, um, as well as the Do Good Fund um, to have this collection. So it's a, it's just really a great and and lastly, I know I'm taking up too much time with the plug, no, but and lastly, I told you to ignore the plug. <laughs> October in Dunwoody is um, Arts and Culture Month, so awesome. um, people that are listening to the podcast should be on the lookout for different. Um, arts and cultural events throughout the city. Each of the different organizations um, tries to put on several events. I know like here at the um, at the Dunwoody um, Cultural Arts Center, we've got uh, all the classes that I talked about, plus other special events. Stage Door Theater's got special events. The library's doing programming. Create Dunwoody's doing programming. Uh, the city of Dunwoody's doing programming. So there's there's just an amazing array of arts and culture activities in October um, here in our community. Yet another reason to stay home and, and stay local. Yeah. And, and I really, I've been impressed with, you know, how Dunwoody embraces, um, the arts, you know, it really, you know, just the public art where are out and the different, I mean, just the, even, you know, I, I live in Ashford Lane, the, the Manhattan building and just even the mural on the parking garage, you know, right. by Ashford what Lane. a difference, right? Did that oh mural make God. such a huge difference? Such, a, I mean, transformational difference. Yes. I mean, it is. It, I mean, it's beautiful. It looks beautiful art, and it's a, it's what used to be, you know, an ugly cement parking garage. Right. <laughs> and, right. And now yeah, that's really, the power of art. It is aesthetically 
beautiful to look at. And I can honestly say, I think it's the only parking garage I've ever seen that I can say that about. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, the city's done a really amazing job in partnering um, with the artsy in, in in particular, like the um, the MARTA station. I don't know if you've seen the Dunwoody MARTA station and the mural that went on there that yeah. the PCID supported. That's, I mean, that's amazing. Talk about transformational and things that you can see as you it, it, it puts Dunwoody on the map in conversation with some of the other major cities in the area as a supporter of the arts. I, I could not agree more. And I'm I'm so thankful to be a, a part of Dunwoody to be able to help foster those those relationships and promote um, the great people and great nonprofits and businesses that just make Dunwoody what it is. I mean, we I feel very fortunate to live here. So Yeah, uh, I do as well. If, if there, if, if anyone wants to reach out to get more information about, you know, either either or any any aspect of, of your wide array of offerings, what is the best way, Alan, for them to get in touch with you? So aside from stopping by in person, right now that we know the locations, probably the best bet <laughs> is uh, is going to our website. We try to um, keep that as up to date as possible, um, and that's www.sprulearts.org. Um, and we have our calendar on there, as well as our upcoming events, like our Spirits for Sparrow events, where we'll be unveiling the newest piece of public art in Dunwoody on October 14th. Shameless last minute plug. One, no, that's that wonderful. Okay. October 14th. <laughs> October 14th, four to seven, we'll be unveiling our annual, this is our fourth annual Amplify mural unveiling. And we have an incredible mural this year that we're excited to share um, with the public. Well, that's wonderful. Alan, thank you so much for being a guest today. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Stacey. It was great talking with you. You too. Well, that's all for today's episode, Atlanta. I'm Stacey Risley with a Good Neighbor Podcast. Thanks for listening and for supporting the local businesses and nonprofits of our great community. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast North Atlanta. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthatlanta.com that's gnpnorthatlanta.com or call 470-946-7007